When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. All right, welcome back once again to another important weekly installment of the Decibel Geek Podcast. The one and only. I'm Aaron Camaro, joined as always by Chris Sinzak. How's it going, my man? Doing good. How are you? I'm great. It feels like I've, it's been forever since I've been here. Yeah, you uh, you went up to the, the north. I go through withdrawals, you know that? Yeah. If I'm gone for too long, you know, and we try to cover our bases and at least be ahead a little bit, and Victor was awesome to help us out with part two of the anthrax deal. Yeah, yeah, people seem to really enjoy that one. But when I'm gone for too long, I start jonesing. I want to get back into the studio. I want to make some more magic with the Decibel Geek podcast. Yeah, it was uh, it was a bit of a break there that we had. You know, of course, you guys didn't notice. You had material the whole time. But, um, yeah, we, uh, we're excited to get back and... After a whole month of a lot of carefully planned out KISS stuff and then yeah. a really in-depth second half of the Anthrax discussion, we're ready to just play some songs yeah, and can we do, just do the take, Radio Sucks yeah, show. Let's just take it easy this week, get back to our roots, what we like to do, and that's the Radio Sucks radio show. What volume is this? 18. Wow. We've done nice. this 18, to- 18 times. We were too lazy to come up with a topic. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, we like to play DJ in a yeah. world where we would surely be fired within hours of getting on the air. Absolutely. Yeah, we've played some stuff that most programmers would fire us on the spot for. Most definitely. So um, no Cannibal Corpse this week, though. <laughs> like but, uh, yeah, we've been, uh, we're just kind of like excited to get back and just play some songs because, you know, after doing... All Kiss and then all Anthrax. We're kind of going through withdrawals. Like, let's play some other stuff, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, not that nothing course, against Kiss. You know, Kissmas in July. Everybody loves that, and we have a great time doing it, and the response has been just amazing on it. Always is. Yeah. And, of course, the anticipation waiting for part two of the Anthrax special, which yeah. was pretty awesome in itself. Yeah, and I did kind of a carryover thing on the Anthrax special. We went into Kissmas in July with Anthrax covering a Kiss song. We came out of it with Anthrax covering a Kiss song, and now we go into the Radio Suck Show with an anthrax song. So nice. So I guess next week I have to play a song where something sucks, but <laughs> or something. I don't know. It's but a nice cushion. Yeah. That's as deep as we get. Good old anthrax. Yeah. But we uh yeah, we're ready to do this and um so we got a lot of business to take care of before we get into the song. So I get, need to go ahead and do the geeks of the week. Uh geeks of the week this week, these are the people that shared on Facebook and retweeted on Twitter. They love them some anthrax. Yeah, they do. We got Sid Minon, Todd Cunningham, Matt Ashcraft, Shane Aber, Cal Hens, David Alpazar, Brad Kalmanson, Robert DePasqua, Derek Novak, I Am Hoops, Lee Maslin of Audio Junkies Podcast, Warren Money, Peter Vassallo, Billy Hardaway, Andrew Jacobs, Matt Severson, 
Justin Hayes, Rob Strabley, JTB's Groovy Record Room, Gino Ames, Mike Blunt, Brent Walter, uh, nice alternate art he sent us for Stomp 442 and Volume 8 that he did. Cool. Um, Shane Stuckless, Adam Cox, Trapper Knight, Nashville Metal Bands, Jack Broad, Hard Rock Dad, uh, and a couple of, int- of, of uh, special mentions. Tim Horigian, who sent us a nice donation. Thank you, Tim. You're a great listener. And awesome. uh, Nick Tavellis, all the way over in Australia, who um, writes for a magazine and just got to interview Ace Fraley. And we're hoping for our turn at bat. Yeah, and uh, he great. he mentioned to me that while he was talking to Ace, he told Ace about our top ten uh, guitar so- kiss guitar solos episode, and wanted to get Ace's opinion on what are his favorites. Right, and he started naming off Tommy Thayer's. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, <laughs> oh. no, no, he said. Uh, oh, you mean classic kids? Yeah. Ace, <laughs> oh no. So Ace kind of uh, he talked around it a little bit, but uh, Nick got the idea that Ace kind of was very partial to Strange Ways. Yeah, which is a great solo, which definitely made my top ten. Yeah, and I think that's one of everybody's favorite of his. It's awesome. So did he, did he say, oh, "All right, Decibel Geek, that's my favorite podcast, Curly"? I like to think so. Yeah, good probably deal. not, but I like to think so. So thank you, Nick, all the way in Australia. Great listener, appreciate you doing that. For that's us. very cool. You know, I notice a lot of these names that are our marketing team that are out there taking yep. care of business for you are a lot of the same names I see commenting and getting involved on the converse, in the conversation over our Facebook page, which is great. You know, all these people that are rock and rollers are congregating at the Decibel Geek Facebook page, and they're talking about whether they like Poison or not and all kinds of cool stuff. I was enthralled by that. I really enjoyed everybody's opinions of Poison. You all, know, all very valid. Yeah, and, you know, and varied, too. You know, right? it's uh, everybody. And I, my opinion personally, Poison was kind of the first band that I really latched onto and wanted everything they had done and... Loved them, absolutely yeah. loved them back in the day. Now, but and then in hindsight, they're not quite up on my on my list anymore. But um, they served a very important purpose in me getting into this kind of music. Right, definitely. You know, and Poison for me was one of those bands. Other than being a kid listening to Kiss, it was the first band I think outside of Kiss that I latched on to because we're about the same age. You know, yeah. I bought. I think that was the first cassette tape I ever bought with my own money. Was their debut album. So yeah, I, I like Poison. I always have. It's never really been cool to say that, but, uh, but you know, it is what it is. I, I do like Poison. I do still remember being in the record store and saying, look what the cat dragged in. I said, who are these chicks? Right, yeah, yeah my mom. I got the cassette, and she looked at it and said, oh, they're very beautiful. Yeah, when I <laughs> when I switched from my band du jour of uh, being Poison to being Kiss, I still remember my mother's reaction. because, oh, God, Kiss. Well, <laughs> at least they don't look like women. They look like clowns. Ah, that's so funny. That was my mom. Nice. So um, so we got music we got to get to here. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Radio Sucks Radio Show. Why do we do it? Because we don't like radio. We, we tune in. You know, if you get stuck in the car, I forgot to grab a CD. And I'm on the way over here, and I'm listening to what they're playing, and it's just awful, man. A lot of the stuff is like songs you've heard a million times by artists that have huge libraries full of amazing music that they're not choosing from. They're p- picking one or two songs, if you're lucky, yeah. and just playing them over and over again. It's awful. It's yeah. wrong. And we're going to show you how it's supposed to be done. I actually heard Rock and Roll All Night on the radio the other day. What That's, a shock. Yeah, it's the only Kiss song you're probably going to hear. <sighs> Detroit Rock City, if you're really yeah. lucky. 40 years of music, we don't need that. We just need three songs to play. Beth, if you're listening to the AM. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, and we're not going to make, the, we're going to start off with a kind of a little quick uh, tribute to Dick Wagner. We're not going to get 
deep in the doldrums. You no. know, this uh, I did, I did that plenty on the article I wrote on the right, website, which was beautiful, oh, man. Thanks, man. It really truly reflected how I feel too. I just amazing man that yeah. we could have came in contact with, and you know, Dick Wagner's the kind of guy you meet him, you know him, you love him right on the spot, you know. Yeah. And so, I as as short a time as we got to spend with the guy, yeah. I definitely feel like we were friends with him. Yeah, like he he, was, he made he a definitely mark. treat us like friends. And I was one of those. I told my wife when you know after episodes, you know, this kind of shows the power of doing the show for us because yeah. you know we never would have had a chance to cross paths with the man and then you know thankfully through the vessel of this show we actually had the opportunity to actually become friends with him it's awesome and you know you know we wish we had had more time with him but we didn't and uh, we were thankful for what we had but you know dick would tell us most most of all stop moping play right. some of my damn songs so yeah, we're going to do that real that's quick that's exactly what we're going to do we're each going to pick one that we want to play okay so i'm going to go first and you know again radio sucks why aren't they playing this stuff on classic rock radio this one you're going to find as a, in the CD bonus that came with the book, Not Only Women Bleed, which you got to pick that up and read it. I'll give you the information where you can get it. It's an amazing book. Um, this one came off of one of those extra special CDs that came with it. It's an old song. I don't know who did this originally, but it's been covered it's a, by a ton of people. Yeah, over and over and over throughout the years. Well, this one's probably my favorite version, the best I ever heard. It's the Maestro. Love this guy, a true decibel geek pioneer to come on our show and treat us so good. We love him. Dick Wagner, right here on the Radio Sucks Radio Show with Stagger Lee. The night was clear and the moon was yellow and the leaves came tumbling down.
boy. Don't get no more energetic than that one, does no, it? No, I mean, what a fun song. And uh, talking about the book, Not Only Women Bleed, it's available at wagnermusic.com. You know, go there, check out the bio, check out all the cool stuff going on there. You know, you can get that book, you can get guitar picks, posters, T-shirts. My favorite T-shirt, one that says, you don't know dick, but I <laughs> but I do. Yeah. I'm a dickhead. Yeah, yeah. his his fan clubs were affectionately called the dickheads. Love so it. I was so proud to be cool. a dickhead. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, some of that stuff's autographed, so, you know, of course now, limited time only. Yeah. So if you want to get, get that while you stuff, can get it. And most importantly, his music is available there. Yeah. Yeah. Lots otherwise, of good stuff. otherwise, if you're going to Amazon, go through the decibelgeek.com yeah. link. Yeah. Get your Dick Wagner music. Celebrate the man. Yeah. And, um, you know, when I was trying to decide which one I wanted, and I wanted to do something from the Alice Cooper years, because uh, that was kind of what, well, the Kiss thing opened the door, but this, that, once the Alice Cooper stuff kicked in, it really right. solidified. I was like, wow, this guy's really awesome. Well, that's him contributing more, too, instead yeah. of just coming in saying, here's a part for you to play. Right. And, um, once I looked up on my mantle here, I I didn't have I have to think too hard. I've yeah. got uh, my my CD booklet of uh, the Alice Cooper Goes to Hell album that Dick autographed for me at the book signing we went to uh, back it. in April. Awesome. And uh, it's, now it's one of my proudest possessions now that we got to know him. Um, so this is a song off the Goes to Hell album that came out in 1976. It was Alice's ninth studio album. It was the continuation of the Steven story from Welcome to My Nightmare, which you know kind of weaved its way in and out through all, all of Alice's career. Yeah. Uh, it was. The album was written almost exclusively by Alice Dick and Bob Ezrin. Uh, I Never Cry was the big hit single from this album. It was number 27 on the charts. And uh, the tour of 1976 was completely canceled prior to a commencement due to Alice suffering from anemia at the time. Wow. So, yeah, going through health problems that early. So yeah. it's still amazing the man is alive. I mean, he's down so. in straight liquor all the yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> it'll do it. He was always doing Do-it. push-ups after, though, remember? That's right. Yeah. That's so, right. But uh, this is my favorite track on the album. This is Dick Wagner with Alice Cooper doing Guilty.
Man, rest in peace, Dick Wagner. He's going to definitely be missed. And, you know, this is a celebration here today. So I wanted to read a little excerpt from the book that okay. I found really appropriate. And this is to us, and this is to the fans. And this is in Dick Wagner's words right here, straight out of his book. To all the fans I've gathered over 50 years of musical dedication, I want to thank you for listening so fervently and with unbelievable loyalty. I will go on cherishing you and serving up a musical past. Oh man, this is a hard word. Pache oh, no. <laughs> till I can no more. Yeah, and he did. He did. So that's a Dick Wagner for you. Yeah. We love you. Play it all the way to the end. Yeah, he sure did. And uh, man, he was awesome that night the, in Nashville. Yeah, and definite um, respect and thanks to Susie Michelson who. Yeah. It worked very hard to get Dick on this past last tour that he got to do, and uh, you could just see the guy light up when he was playing. I mean, he yeah. he he was truly a music lover. He sure was, and what an amazing player. Oof. Okay, no more being bummed out. All right, back to the Radio Sucks radio show. Well, you know, of course, the Alice Cooper songs, that Dick Wagner stuff, why couldn't a radio station play that, right? Yeah. I mean, throughout the years, we've suffered with radio stations not playing the best songs that they could. This doesn't just happen today. It goes all the way back to the 90s, I think. Somewhere in the 90s, radio stations changed. But here's one, and I want to tell you about something really, really cool going on over at waspnation.com. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about Blackie Lawless and the boys. What's going on over there at Wasp Nation is there's a monthly installment being written by Blackie Lawless where each month, and it starts with the very first Wasp show, and he gives details that are just so well written that you can picture it in your mind, and he tells the story of Wasp, and he's doing it in monthly installments. He's been doing it for a while. I think they're up to, like, the uh, Crimson Idol era now. I haven't heard of that. And it's just so in-depth. You know, you can tell why Blackie Lawless is one of the best writers around. For the songs he's written, and when you read this, and like I said, it's so well written and so in-depth that you can almost see it all in your mind when you're reading it. It's amazing. And it's free over at waspnation.com. So I wanted to play some Wasp today because I know there's a lot of fans out there, Blackie and the boys that listen to the Decibel Geek podcast. I don't know if we play enough Wasp. We sure love them. It's been a while. We sure love them, though. So here's a good one for you. Here's a deep cut. You don't hear that a lot on radio, or ever, but you're going to hear it right here on the Radio Sucks Radio Show. From 1993's Greatest Hits compilation, First Blood, Last Cuts, it had a couple of new songs on it. This was one of them. It's Wasp with Sunset and Babylon. Just a little bit west of old Pasadena is a place I go, I call it home for me, call it wild.
not a fifth of the cottage on the sunset strips where the orphans play tonight. <laughs> cool to hear uh, Wasp from the early 90s because definitely kind of a forgotten period for the band because the grunge was definitely all over the place at that time. Right, and that's a great song. That's one of my favorite Wasp songs. And here's something that people need to know. Wasp is still out there on the road kicking ass. Now, recently, you're going to find this interesting. Due to a difficult political situation in the Ukraine, logistic and schedule-wise, they had to cancel that leg of the tour. Really? They're not playing the Russia-Ukraine gigs that they had scheduled. Hmm. But they hit a bunch of other shows in Europe all over the place, Norway, Switzerland, and now they're done over there. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully come to the States. I don't know if he's ever going to do another U.S. tour. I mean, it's, it's been a while. Yeah, and, it has. Uh, the last time I remember him doing a U.S. run, he had this giant microphone stand where half the time the thing was so heavy or, like, the stage couldn't hold it or something. What? They'd even cancel shows over if the, if the mic stand didn't fit in there, he wouldn't play. Oh, wow. Yeah. That must have been one hell of a mic stand. If Blackie is anything, he's eccentric. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's probably like, you know how much money we play, paid for this thing? Oh, you know? it had to have been a lot because, <laughs> I mean, the thing does everything but do your laundry. So, nice. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. I want to um, see it fight the kiss spider. Yeah, that'd be You make cool. a movie out of it. And uh, Jonathan Davis <laughs> from Corn had a big microphone stand, too. Yeah, he did. That so, thing was cool looking. But yeah, I don't. I, Wasp, I, you know, I respect Blackie for continuing. I still, I still would love to see Chris Holmes back in the band. It would, yeah. it would be cool to see it for old times' sake. Yeah, it would. It'd be better than Chris Holmes' solo material. But uh, <laughs> that's another know. subject. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna go from '93, and we're gonna play something from this year. Um, boy, I've been playing the shit out of this album since it came out. Um, the new Judas Priest album, Redeemer of Souls. Um, boy, forget all about. Forget about Nostradamus. I know we all want to. Right. Um, this this is def you know Redeemer is a is a uh, good word for this album because it's redemption from what they did with Nostradamus. I uh, did not like that one, but this is the seventeenth studio album, first album without KK Downing, and the first one with new guitarist Richie Faulkner. He's good. And man, this guy has breathed new life into this band. Yeah, he has. And he, you can tell he really loves the old school stuff. Now, when you say that, nothing against KK because no, no. of course you know all KK's the classic awesome. stuff, and he totally rules too. But yeah, you're right. You know, this new stuff really does have. It's got something. It's yeah, got something definitely Nostradamus didn't. Yeah, and this uh, it's funny because like there, it's good news and bad news as far as music today because this hit number six on the billboard charts the judas priest's highest chart placement ever yeah that's with thirty-two thousand sales in the first week see that's crazy what the how hell that works buy nowadays. music people buy music these bands aren't going to keep putting stuff out if we don't buy it no if you don't buy it then judas priest says well geez i guess nobody wants it and then guess what yeah. no more priests and, and then life sucks and by the way folks Stop sending me requests for the new Ace Fraley album. You're not getting it. Buy it. <laughs> I'm paying for a copy, too. Yeah, me, too. I just got it to review it. But, no, I'm not giving it to you. No. 
you're all buddies and all, but come on, let's, yeah. let's actually pay for the music. That Absolutely. We're, we're, that so Ace Frehley continues to put right. on music. So um, yeah, so I'll get off all my soapbox now. But yeah, this song, the, the, I like the whole album. I think it's a great album. It's got the old school spirit. This song in particular kind of reminds me of the Point of Entry era of Priest, which Point of Entry, my favorite Judas Priest album. So this is Judas Priest off the new album, Redeemer of Souls with March of the Damned.
thoughts with Sebastian Bach. If you want to listen to pop fucking metal and shit, go buy the Nelson's record, you know. I, I want nothing to do with that shit. Current Rock News, rumors about your favorite bands, album release dates, and we won't mention our bowel movements much. Follow us on Twitter at Pod. Take your support of the show to the next level. Head over to DecibelGeek.com and click on the Amazon link the next time you go shopping. A percentage of your purchase goes back into supporting the show. Not shopping? Click on the donate button and tip your DJs. All right, we're back for more Decibel Geek Podcast right here coming at you every single week, usually nine times out of ten on Monday. <laughs> Things have been known to happen from Life time happens. to time, but not always, nine times out of ten on Monday. So, you know, it's a great way to start your week. You know, Mondays usually tend to suck, but today it's not going to suck. No, and if you're, uh, if you're one of those diehard fans that waits until Sunday, waits Sunday nights where I usually get it up. Yeah. Um, if you're getting this on Sunday night, you really are a diehard fan, and this is close to a live show. Yeah, it really is. Sometimes we really cut it down to the line. We sometimes really are today. <laughs> sometimes we're really on top of things, and other times, yeah, like here today. So you're right. It is almost live. It is 8 o'clock Eastern time in the evening, if that gives you an idea when you're listening. Oh, you're giving away radio secrets. I oh, know. wait, we're not a radio station. Yeah. We can play whatever we want. As long as we do the traffic and the weather every 20 minutes. <laughs> it's 13 past the hour. Yeah. You know how that you know that routine. Yeah, all too well. All right. What do you got? So, if I owned and operated a classic rock station, you know, and again, with classic rock it's really bad because you've got bands that have a whole huge library of stuff you could choose from, but again, you're just picking the one or two songs, The Stairway to Heavens, The Hotel California's, The Call Me the Breeze, you know, and it's these songs that you just play over and over and over again to death. Here's a band that I think in classic rock should deserve some good airplay as for the legend they laid down in the past and the fact that they're still around. Believe it or not, I'm talking about Nazareth. They formed in 1968 in Scotland, but nothing happened in Scotland back then, so they up and jumped to London in, in uh, 1970. They toured opening for Deep Purple in 1972. Roger Glover even produced some of their albums. In 1975, they released Hair of the Dog. That's one of the best albums of the 70s, for sure. Very awesome. The title track in Love Hurts, you might hear that once in a while on Classic oh, Rock yeah. Station, but this is an album that's just packed full of rock and tunes. And this one, I don't know if you heard it before. If you have, you know it rocks. It's Nazareth right here on Decibel Geek Podcast. Radio sucks. This is Miss Misery. Hold on! 
good old school Nazareth, man. That's uh, if you ha- if you don't have Hair of the Dog in your collection, you need to get it in your collection. Love that riff. Get that on uh, Amazon. Very guitar heavy stuff. The whole album, Hair of the Dog, and th- those songs that you hear yeah. occasionally only scratch the surface. Although on these I, guys, I can I've told people that I I know I'm old because I still remember going to school dances and and dancing to Love Hurts. Yeah, well, you don't hear I it mean, much anymore. But yeah, and I do that's remember it, that's yeah. the album they're pretty well known for. But they've had yeah. 17 albums released since Hair of the Dog. Yeah, including Rock and Roll Telephone released just that's a month one. ago. That's uh, the new the 23rd. one. 23rd. Well, and it's and their 23rd studio album. And that's it's the last one that uh, Dan McCafferty's going to be on. Right. Yeah, because yeah, he uh, had to retire last summer due to health issues. Yeah. And, uh, but he gave his blessing for Nazareth to carry on with a new singer and still contributes yeah. to the band. In the I, I heard something of the new singer. Yeah? yeah. No? no not the same, huh? Not good. Uh, you, how do you replace Dan McCafferty? Right. I yeah, mean, that, that guy's that's voice a signature is voice. Yeah. 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 I mean, Axel did his best to, to copy it. but And that shows yeah. how influential Nazareth well, was, sure. you know? Yeah, I mean, so that's many a... Bands. That's a totally identifiable voice, you know. But Dan's put in how many years? I mean, 50 years now. So yeah. the guys, he's earned it. You know? Yeah, he has. So um, I want to play another song from a brand new album. And actually, a brand new album that hasn't even been released yet. This doesn't come out until October. Uh, not And not Space Invader. Um, 6 a.m. is getting ready to put another album out. And it's called Modern Vintage. And if you don't know who 6 a.m. is, Nikki Six, um, James Michael, and uh, DJ Ashba from Guns yeah. N' Roses. How can you go wrong with that? It's three really good musicians and good writers, and uh, yeah, their writing is really strong because they they're all good writers. Um, this song is definitely causing a little little bit of controversy among the fans. Are you bar to, about to get artsy on us? Well, not artsy, <laughs> but is this avant garde? Is this Dada? No, it's definitely not Dada. Oh, okay. Um, but this goes th- from what I read that Nikki said was they were leaning heavily on '70s influences on this out al- this new album. And this song really, this song takes me to like Queen's Night at the Opera era. Really? Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely theatrical in nature. So it's not as heavy as what you're used to from 6 a.m. But if you like 6 a.m., you know they have a good sense of melody to begin with. Yeah, for sure. So it's not you're not look you know you're not getting let's say you know Motley Crue '94. Well, no, and you're not getting just one genre of music no. on an album. You're getting several different genres. That's why of music I like on them one album because they're they're not afraid to be experimental. And this is experimental, so I'll let you guys be the judge. This is the new song by 6 A.M. It's called "Gotta Get It Right."
So, Aaron, did they get it right or did they get it wrong? Wow, that is... Ooh. <laughs> That's something else, man. Yeah, I definitely hear the Queen in it. Maybe a little cheap trick too. Yeah, it's like seventies power pop. Yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's not really what I expected. But it's. I think it's but good. It, it, what, for what it is, but like you say, if you hear Queen doing that, I, th- I guess I could too. It does sound like a Queen and song. There's some people saying that sounds like a boy band song. I don't hear that at all. No, I don't know. Bring the guitars up in the mix a little more. Yeah, I that's, guess so. That's my answer to all life's problems. Just bring the guitars up. <laughs> but I, I like it. I think it's pretty. I'm interested. I'm I'm more interested to hear the album after hearing that song. That's cool. So yeah, I look forward to October. I want to hear that one. Right on. So what do you got now? All right, up next, here's a cool story for you. One day I was in my house doing something, and I'm walking through, and the TV's on in the background, and uh, I hear this song playing, and I I hear it, and I know it, and it's one of those feelings like. Why am I hearing this song on TV? What What's going on here? And I turn around, and I look at the TV, and it's a Century 21 commercial, hmm. right? In 2014. And on this commercial, there's this hard rock band playing, and they're up on stage kicking ass, and there's like a, a realty agent, and he's jumping around getting crazy and jumping with the crowd and stuff. And I'm hearing the song, and I'm going, I know this song, but it's so strange. Could it Could it be? And it was. L.A. Guns on a commercial for Century 21 in 2014. You got to make money any way you can these days. That's wild, man. (laughs) I love it. But it's a great song, and I'm glad Century 21 picked it. And it's pretty new. Still, It came out in 2012 on Hollywood Forever, the latest from L.A. Guns. It's a good album. It's a really good album. Here's a taste for you. Right here on the Radio Sucks Radio Show, sounds like a single to me. It's the L.A. Guns with I Won't Play.
I like that. You know, L.A. Guns just did a, a long stand of shows between uh, Tennessee here and Kentucky. Yeah. And uh, our friend, our good friend Luke Carl from uh, Sirius Satellite Radio got to uh, intro them at most of those shows. So the Reverend. Yeah, so he, that was pretty cool. And also, I want to give a quick congratulations to Daryl Millar from Killer Dwarfs, who just yeah. got married, and, and Luke was the uh, reverend for the – he officiated the, the wedding. I wish I'd have known him back when I got married. Yeah, that I mean, how, how rock and roll can you get? Heck you yeah, know? definitely. The, the Ayatollah of Jack and Cola. <laughs> <laughs> so, when uh, he says it's official, it is. Yeah, so that but that's cool. I mean, L.A. Guns. Yeah. If you haven't heard that Hollywood Forever CD, it's really good. Yeah, and like you said, L.A. Guns still on the road. They got a bunch of shows coming up in Texas and all over the U.S. They're playing in the U- U.S. Mm-hmm. So go see them when they're out there. And uh, if you're planning on buying a new house, I'd recommend going with Century Twenty One. <laughs> So they have Most good taste in bands. Yeah, you know, let them know. Well, what made you go with Century 21? L.A. Guns? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so L.A. Guns won't play, and I'm going to play a band that's going to play dirty. Okay. Not Poison. A lot of playing going on here. Yeah. Playing whatever we want to. And it's I, our show. You know, I, I try to... I try to like put it to the listeners for a, you know one or two of my picks for any radio sucks things because I like to hear what they have to say and yeah that and I'm lazy and I want somebody to pick songs for me <laughs> so um so I, I put it out there and you know got lots of responses and there's a lot of great great ones just because yours isn't getting played doesn't mean it's not great there's just only so many slots we can put on the show we should do a listener request show again one of these days yeah I think it's about time especially open the, up the phone lines the response I got on Facebook alone I was like holy shit but. Uh, Billy Hardaway, who's a contributor to the website, you know, and he Billy knows everything there is to know about everything. Yeah, he does. He, I mean, well, he'll tell you. I have a, <laughs> oh, yeah, he will. I have an encyclopedic knowledge of Kiss. He has that same knowledge about everybody, so yeah. it's insane. But uh, So he suggested the band Heaven's Edge, and I didn't know much about Heaven's Edge. I remember the name, and I remember they had an album come out in the early 90s. Other than that, I didn't know much. I think I still say I learned about this band from the Decibel Geek podcast. I'll have to go through that radio uh, uh, spreadsheet. Past radio sucks radio show. Yeah, the spreadsheet. <laughs> We're never going to finish. The spreadsheet to nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I, we got through some of the episodes. Nice. But um, no, I, I remember the album when it came out in 90, but I didn't know much of them other than that. But it turns out they were formed in 87 in Philadelphia. The debut album came out in 90. The second one didn't come out until 99, which wow. was called Some Other Place, Some Other Time, literally. Yeah. And... Uh, they reunited in 2013, and uh, they performed at various festival shows, including M3. And they're scheduled to perform on next year's Monsters of Rock Cruise. Cool. So I thought I'd uh, I went through the first the debut album, simply titled Heaven's Edge, and uh, this song just struck me. So this is Heaven's Edge with Play Dirty.
Want to be a member of the Decibel Geek Army? You slimy scumbag, get on your face and give me 25. Join us on our fan page at facebook.com slash decibelgeek. Want to feed your eyes as well as your ears? Check out Decibel Geek on Instagram. Go to instagram.com slash decibelgeek and see for yourself. The Decibel Geek Podcast. Lock it in and rip the knob off. What? iPods don't have knobs? Well, lock it in. All right, you are listening to the Decibel Geek Podcast, hard rock, heavy metal discussion. Me and Chris just hanging out, playing DJ in a perfect world, a world where we won't be fired for playing good music that you maybe not have heard before. Maybe something you've heard today that you want to go out and purchase because we're playing some pretty cool stuff. We are damn good DJs. Yeah, we, we're not getting we're not getting fired, but we're not getting paid either. Right. But well, that's, you, that's we the can only way you be to play what you want. <laughs> there is a way to, that we can be paid though, but that's up to you guys. Right. Most definitely, if you're checking. Checking out this music and you say, hey, man, that L.A. Guns tune was awesome. I didn't even know they had new music out in 2012. Go to Amazon. But if you're going to go to Amazon, the best way to do it is to go to www.decibelgeek.com. That's our home base. That's where you're going to find everything Decibel Geek, and you're going to find that link to Amazon. What you do is you take that. It's going to bring you right to Amazon. You're going to buy what you'd normally buy. You're going to pick up all these awesome bands that we've played today, pick up music by them. And what happens is you don't pay a penny extra but we get a little kickback from right. Amazon. How cool is that? Yeah, and you guys have been great about doing that. So if, yeah. you're, if you're buying back-to-school stuff or whatever, just go on to Amazon through our site, and, uh, yeah, we'll get a little piece of that. Heck, yeah. Maybe your kid needs a yacht yeah. to sail to school in. Maybe Sound- there's schools on an island. That's reasonable. Buy a yacht. Go through the Decibel Geek website yeah. to Amazon. And get, and get all the CDs you want to listen to on the way to wherever you're going. Heck, yeah. Oh, and also, uh, bef- uh, we got two more to play. Uh, I, wa- I want to mention that the YouTube subscribership is picking up. You guys have been great about checking out the YouTube page. Just type in Decibel Geek in YouTube. It's the first thing that comes up. Um, Patrick, and our YouTube guy, has just put up the enhanced versions of both parts of the talk with Gary Corbett. Heck, yeah, that's that one of my favorite. Our two most popular episodes ever, ahead of Vinnie Vincent and everything. He was awesome. He was great. Everybody and, loves Gary. And, Can't get enough of that guy. And we've been in touch with Gary, and Gary is coming back on the show, yeah. and, and he's uh, we're going to talk some other stuff. But uh, We get we get Jones in around here. After yeah. a while, it's like, you know, well, something's not right. What is it? We haven't talked to Gary Corbett for yeah. a while. We need to get him back on the show. Yeah, if you've never heard those those. Those episodes, <laughs> go to the YouTube page and listen to those. You'll, Fascinating. You'll, you'll definitely be riveted. You'll Paul, fall in love with the guy. Yeah, Paul Stanley was riveted. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah. So, all right. I'm awesome. not going to dredge so, up that again. So we got a couple of songs left before we get on out of here. I've got one, you know, and I, I was on radio in 1995, and I always thought, man, this could have been a single. This could have been huge. This was something that, you know, I couldn't get away with playing it on radio. Well, I wasn't supposed to. I'd do it anyway. But that was those were different times, kids. And you know, but when I would play it at club gigs, like I'd be out playing rock and roll at a bar or something, I'd play this song. People would go nuts, and they'd say, "Who is this? What is this? This is an amazing song. This should be on commercials, just like the L.A. Guns, but for Harley Davidson." Yep, from 1995, the album's called Menace to Sobriety. One of my all-time favorite bands. Got some cool news coming about them after this is over. But for now, check it out. It's Ugly Kid Joe with Jesus Rode a Harley.
that's a nice little Christian ditty by Ugly Kid Joe. Yeah, maybe maybe the reason it was never used for a Harley commercial was all the like the the drug references and things like that. Playing that in the Midwest probably not going to go over well with the church crowd. So. No, but they sure loved it in the bars. Yeah, it's a good song. Um, Whitfield Crane, you want to check out something really cool? Go way back in the archives to episode 48 when Whit was on the show. How cool was he? That was fun. Very awesome. And there's something new going on here. I think Ugly Kid Joe is on kind of a break right now because there's something new going on, and it's called Richards slash Crane. Richards Crane. Keith Richards? And no, it's Lee Richards. He was a guitar player in Godsmack before they really took off, and he worked with Whitfield Crane on the Another Animal CD oh, okay. on that album. And uh, recently they did a two-man acoustic gig at the Download Festival, and it was their first show ever. Now, if you go on YouTube, there's a really cool interview with uh, Total Rock. That's the big rock radio station in London. Um, an interview with them, if you look up uh, Richard's Crane and uh, Total Rock, you'll find it. It sounds like it's going to be something really, really cool. I'll have to check that out. And it might even have an appearance by Miles Kennedy on it. Really? Yeah. So That's quite a Interesting duet. stuff. Um, Still wanting some Ugly Kid Joe U.S. dates. Yeah. I mean, it's not too late. If you go back and listen to 48, you'll see I, I got down on my he made the my, case. my hands and knees, and I yeah, begged Whitfield Crane to come back and play the States. But yeah, It was pathetic. I think they're worried. <laughs> yeah, it may have been. But I think, <laughs> I think what the problem is is they're worried that, you know, we're not going to show up. Not us, but oh, Americans, well, I would show up for that. Americans in general. But how could you not go to see Ugly Kid Joe? You know, promoters bring these guys in, book them on a Friday or Saturday night. You can't go wrong. Yeah. You can't go wrong. So we're going to go from a song, and I'm going to wrap things up. All right. Uh, we're going to go from a song about Jesus riding, in a, Har- riding a Harley, <laughs> and there's nothing more apropos than a song by Angel. Wow. See how I made that connection? Yeah, you did. I love being the program director. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, I you know, and one thing I hear from people a lot is uh, – you guys don't play enough Angel. There's a lot of hardcore Angel fans really? out there. A lot of them. I wouldn't have known. Yeah, people love them. Angel and Stars, those two yeah. bands, man. And you know, we here at the Decibel Geek Podcast, we're all about giving the people what they yeah. want. And this is a band, talk. you know, th- this band is perfect for the Radio Sucks Radio Show because this band did not get the opportunity that they deserved back in the 70s on no. radio. Radio ignored them. I don't know why. I don't know. I mean, they... I mean, they this the the album that I'm going to play a song off of is the Sinful album, which was also known as it was originally known as Bad Publicity. And it came out in '79. It was their fifth studio album. It was more of a pop-oriented direction. Uh, it only reached 159 on the pop charts. So I That's mean, you, crazy. You, can, you know, they weren't getting the push they deserved. So right. uh, this song was written Hang by on, guys. We're busy over here pushing kids. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this song was written by singer Frank Domino and guitarist Punky Meadows. And man, Punky Meadows is kind of a mythological figure in rock and roll I mean, i'd love to talk to him yeah he did he did do an interview for a newspaper in washington dc i believe but he, other than that i don't think he's talked to anybody so he'd be interesting to get on the show that'd be fantastic i think i believe kiss tried to get him to join the band in 82 I, wow. I, i'm pretty sure i heard something about that yeah so if you're out there listening you know him tell him to get a hold yeah, of us we'd, we'd love, could, to, have love to have him on but yeah you angel fans we've heard you and we're gonna play him now right on and uh you got anything to say before we go if you know anybody that's a famous rock star and you happen to know him and you want him on the Decibel Geek podcast, if you're you're following him on Twitter, if you're you're friends with him on Facebook, let your favorite rock stars know that you would love to hear them on the Decibel Geek podcast. Yeah, why not? Give it a shot. Yeah, unless it's Paul Stanley, he'll say, "Oh no, a podcast." <laughs> but uh, yeah, but then he'll tweet it. Yeah, he will. As long as he includes a link, I'm fine. Crazy guy. Yeah. So uh, love him. We're heading out this week. Next week, you're going to hear some brand new stuff. <laughs> 
Heck yeah. So this is Angel with Just Can't Take It, and we'll see you next week. See It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 